over 30 years. Gallery Furniture has been a family-owned business. Browns Bridge Road in Gainesville. The showroom has reopened. Twin over twin bunk beds for $369. Three-piece table set for $88. Recliner from $299. Gray Empire counter height table with four chairs, $399. Something for all your home needs and all at great prices. Gallery Furniture Gainesville offers you financing. Many brands, many styles, deep discounts. Ask for the Wolfman.com. What's up, everybody? This is Will, Caddy's boy, and you are listening to my second act. Caddy is back along with my lovely stepmother, Donna. I hope you guys enjoy the show. I know you will. Without further ado, take it away, Pops. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal, loyal 26 years until July 2019. I want to welcome you to my second act. My name's Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife. And, okay, so I wasn't feeling great yesterday. Um, and I had kind of like I was sneezing a lot because my allergies were really bothering me. And I felt like warm, but I wasn't. I didn't have a fever. Let me clear this up. I did not have anything. But I think I checked the CDC website like 200 times yesterday, like checking the symptoms. You know what I mean? Like, and I know everyone's doing that all the time now. Like, if you feel a little tickling. I think it scares people, though, when someone says that out loud. Well, you're basically saying, you know what? I wondered if I had COVID 19. Everyone has. At some point, there is no way, if you're not being honest, if, if you have not checked that website to just be like, okay, is this a symptom? Is this a symptom? Because it's just crazy right now. But I, I'm fine. I just had allergies because sneezing is not part of it. But here's the main thing I want you to know from you can benefit from my research, okay? And I'm sure you've heard this, but one of the biggest symptoms is you lose your sense of smell and taste. So what I did, and I'm willing to loan him out for anyone who's going through this, I picked up Fudge, and he has horrific cat breath, as you know. And I smelled him, and I about fell off the bed. I was like, oh, God, he smells horrible. So You're clean. I'm clean. So that's the The way. The cat breath test. The cat breath test. Yes, I have found something <laughs> that is good for fudge. You know how we say like, you know, because you, you're always saying like his little furry paws and he smells bad. And so he can be a useful determinant for people. Fudge is one of our three cats. Fudge has like Neanderthal paws, like the hair has grown through the pads. Okay, that is not true. That it makes is. It sound it like is. we're not taking so, care of him. So what are. fudge does is fudge will hop up in the bed and he'll put his paw he loves up you. against your cheek. He loves you. And you feel that fur, the same fur that was digging through a litter box as maybe. 10 minutes ago. Could be. Mm-hmm. He loves you. And he you. just wants you to let his, Fudge just wants you to let he wants you to know let that he's you know. there. Yeah. Yeah. But it's this touch of fur on your cheek. And then he gives a gentle meow and yeah. you smell that breath. Well, I'm glad that you don't have COVID-19. I don't. Um, but I'm telling you that people are searching it because you're just you're we're all filled with this hyper paranoia right now. High anxiety, you know. All right. What were you jamming to your core 57 hype song on the way here today? OK, get ready. My yep. core 57 hype song was the Commodores. Mm-hmm. It was not what you may think, which would be what Brick House. It was Sail On. OK. Now, do you remember this one? And it was on the album Midnight Music. And it's like Sail On Down the Line. In a time or two. Slow jams. Oh, it's so good. And I, I kind of went down this Commodore's um, black hole because I was watching Idol. And I just think Lionel Richie is, he's hilarious. And he never ages, you know? And he's just so funny, like his comments and stuff. So I kind of went back to like a Commodore's phase. And I'm like, God, that was one of my favorite songs, Sail On. So We traveled last week with the kids. And I still love to listen to local radio yeah. when I'm traveling. Um, just to see what's going on. And, and now, because of, of all the conglomerates and the big companies and the multimedia giants, every station sounds the same. But every now and then, you find a mom and pop owned station. And it was an oldie station. And I was like, I'm old. Because I heard <laughs> Dancing on the Ceiling from, from Lionel Richie. Love and I thought, one. wait a minute, this is an oldie when station. When did that get to be an oldie? Yeah. Or when did I, yeah, when did I get old? Yeah. All right, we'll add that one to the Core 57 Hubs yeah. on playlist. Commodore, so what was yours? On the way here, I was cranking loud a hit from Brooks and Dunn. And I think this will be the first addition to the Hypes on playlist from Brooks and Dunn. Yes. Only in America. Oh, that's a good one. Listening to it a lot because of the Memorial Day 
weekend. That opener with the um, guitar riff. So good. Um, Brooks and Dunn played the Omni back in February of 96. Now, they played Atlanta every year, but this specific concert was with Blackhawk. Remember them? Yes. And David Lee Murphy. And I had just gotten to Atlanta in 94. So this was early in my career. And I went to go see this concert with Tracy Hunt, mm-hmm. who remains a, a, a very, very close friend of, of the family and his wife, uh, Melissa. They live down in, in Tampa. Who you met, who was just like a teak that right. reached out to. Well, you. it was a handful of teaks yeah. from Georgia Tech yeah. that, that went to the Brooks and Dunn show. Yeah. Things were a little rowdy. I bet. Things were very loudy. Rowdy, yeah. Bobby Cox was sitting, because I got tickets from the promoter. I bet the promoter may have been Rich Floyd. Could have been back yeah. in the day, and Rich always gave us great seats. And when when you get tickets from a promoter, you normally sit with with people somehow connected to the artist, or, or even the promoter, or are a you know Bobby Cox. You know, yeah. Bobby's not going to be sitting in the three hundred section at yeah, a like concert. A local celebrity, so he's a couple of rows behind us. And Bobby got us thrown out of the concert, or got Tracy Hunt thrown out of the concert. Bobby Cox, yes, because Bobby Cox thought <laughs> this is a story I heard from one of the ushers. Bobby Cox thought that Tracy had brought in a bong. A bong? Into the Omni. I mean, Tracy doesn't even smoke weed. Never has. But Bobby Cox thought that he brought a, the, the, the teaks, he didn't know we were teaks, and he didn't know it was me. We, we <laughs> laughed about this story years later, and I'll tell you that story here in a moment. Um, like, where, how could he have gotten that in? What a crazy, crazy in thing. In a backpack or something? Crazy, crazy. <laughs> Come on. So we are removed from the concert. Oh, boy. And I have a bad taste in my mouth about that. And I go on the air Monday night. I was doing crying, loving or leaving, seven to midnight at the time. I go on the air that Monday night and just horrible move on my part on in so many different levels. But and just slam Brooks and Dunn. It wasn't their fault. It wasn't Donna. It wasn't. But I was having a good time at the concert and then suddenly we're tossed onto the street. Marietta Street or whatever it is. So I believe I said something along the lines that without Brooks, Dunn would be nothing. And without Dunn, Brooks would be nothing. Now, I do think that there's some truth in that statement. Well, I don't know about that. Because I think uh, Kix has had a great career. Well, but they, they compliment Ronnie, they, mm-hmm. they compliment one, one another. another. Yes, Ronnie, they both tried the solo thing. Yeah. And it hasn't really panned out for either of them. Which, by the way, is why they're back on the road. Or we're going to be back on the road in 2020 for what they were calling the reboot tour. Right. Probably going to be pushing out of 2021. But that night, that Monday night, first night back on the air after the show, I'm talking about the concert and not in a glowing way, mm-hmm. which I've learned. I learned shortly thereafter, if not that night, that if you don't have anything <laughs> nice to say, keep your mouth shut. Just don't say it because yeah. I didn't understand. I had, I didn't realize at the time, I was so young. I was 20 years old maybe at this time. I didn't understand how large of a radio station Kicks was. I really didn't. Right. And, I didn't realize how many people of importance would listen to the radio station. Right. And have contacts with friends and artists in Nashville. Right. So about an hour later, after I do this break on Brooks and Dunn, the hotline starts to ring. Hotline is a direct line into the studio that Very few people staff have has, yeah. management has. Um, Some rogue girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> and so I see the hotline ringing. And I answer the hotline because you do this. Um, actually, you're supposed to just say hello because when you say, hey, kicks, it kind of gives it away. You're not supposed to answer it that way. But again, I'm dumb, stupid, and young. So I hit up the hotline, punch up the hotline, and I'm like, hey, kicks. And there's this pause. How'd you know it's me? Oh, no. And I said, what are you talking about? Who is this? It's kicks Brooks. I said, no, it's not. And I hung up. Oh, my God. So the hotline rings again. Now you've hung up on kicks Brooks. But what's I, what? Now I understand believe. that an artist could call at any time on the hotline. Yeah. But at the at the time, it just I was like, don't listen. I'm trying to do a show here. Don't mess with me, whoever you are. So hey, kicks. Hey, it's me again. Oh my god. And he lit into my ass mm. about it. Someone had heard me do the break here in Atlanta and was close enough to kicks Brooks to call him in Nashville at home. Um, and I even think I asked him a couple questions about himself to, to like vet him to make sure that it was truly him. He schooled you. He did. And I learned a very important lesson. 
Because he's very, like a, very important lesson. I, I would not. And I apologized. I didn't explain to him that we got we were just rowdy and having a great time, and then suddenly we got kicked out of the concert because Bobby Cox, manager of Atlanta Braves, thought that my <laughs> fraternity brother was smoking a bong during the concert. What a I story. didn't go into that kind of detail. What a story. But I apologized. But it was, hey, kicks. Pause. How'd you know it was me? I mean, I was just answering the phone as in so, K-I-C-K-S, like Kicks 1015. He thought I was saying, hey, K-I-X, which is how he spells his name. Maybe it was on caller ID or something. So what did he what what did he say to you? Like You know what? He said to me, if you ever have a problem with a show, you have that right. But reach out to me. Right. Let me know. And I said, Well, I I, I don't exactly know how to get in touch with you. Uh and he gave me a cell phone. Wow. And said, Listen, anytime you need anything, anytime you have questions, anytime whatever, reach out to me directly. I don't mind. And he is, I will say, he is a great guy and in a great interview. He's a great interviewer. You know, he went on to do radio. Right. And and still hosts American Country Countdown. Yeah. And is a big Does proponent. He? Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. a big proponent of radio, local radio. He he was always very supportive of of the of kicks too, the radio station kicks, because he was one of Victor Sansone, our GM you've heard us talk about. He was one of his best friends. Um, and he's always been very positive to you. So, you know what? Every now and then, it's probably not a bad thing to hear. I mean, it's probably great advice that you took with you later. Like, okay, be careful what you say. Although it didn't stop you from coming after Travis Tritt later. But anyway, anyway, that's my uh, my story. <laughs> Bobby Cox story, uh, a highlight of my career, had nothing to do with radio. Bobby and his wife, Pam, Pam. I don't know if they still live in East Cobb, but they did at the time. And he also had that huge farm up in Adairsville. Yes. Dr. Michael Good, Dr. Good, who is a veterinarian in Cobb County and and still is in charge of the Homeless Pets Pets Foundation, which we did so much with, uh, so much for, and we partnered for so many years on kicks. I was put on the board of directors or something, as was Bobby Cox, because Bobby Cox has always been a big believer in- Huge supporter. Rescuing animals and, and animal- animals in general and so dr good calls me he's like listen we're having a board meeting at at bobby's place i'm like bobby bobby cox is home he's like yeah here's the address be there whatever night seven o'clock see you there bye so i'm just giddy i mean who didn't want to go to bobby this cox's is like house 99 2000 yeah imagine know? the memorabilia and stuff so i go to bobby cox's home and i knock on the door and Pam comes to the door and I introduce myself and she was a big listener, turns out. And she was like, oh my gosh. You know, she was just very kind, a very right. kind exchange. And, and Bobby was also a big listener and a big, a big fan as I was of him. And so she says to me, everybody's not here yet. Why don't you have a seat in the den? And I said, fantastic. And they had dogs everywhere, you know? And, uh, and, and so she goes, why don't you sit in Bobby's recliner? Oh, what? Where, where's Bobby? What's Bobby's reaction going to be when he walks in the room? Yeah, and like you're sitting in his chair. I look out the back window into their yard, and Bobby Cox is out there picking up dog crap. Oh. As I sit in his recliner in his living room at his home in East Cobb County. He's just like us. In Atlanta. Yeah. But it was just a really, I I so enjoy getting to know Bobby Cox and and, and Pam and um, just a great story. The Skipper. To be able to sit in Bobby Cox's recliner while you look out his back window and he's picking up dog shit. You know, I mean, <laughs> seems come like on, it should be the other way around or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. I mean, <laughs> quite a story, though. So we're going to add Brooks and Dunn only in America and also the Commodores. Yeah, say alone. To the Caddy and Donna Core 57 Spotify Hype Song playlist, Core 57 Milton and Alpharetta City Center. You now have your own private station to complete exercises, book your workout time in advance online. Core 57 couple of show notes from last pod before we get into it. We talked a lot about the match, the Champions for Charity event, the golf so match good. with a Tiger and Peyton Manning and Phil Mickelson and, and, and Tom Brady. Turns out it was the most watched golf telecast in the history of cable television. How about that? People are just craving sports, craving, jonesing for sports. Seriously. Uh, Morgan Evans is Kelsey Ballerini's husband. Yes, we are, our crack research department. Has. We were digging for that. We're a semi-music <laughs> podcast. I was only in country radio for 26 years. Corrected that. Yes. Does he have a mullet? 
No. Morgan okay. Wallen has a mullet. Okay, got it. Morgan Evans is a very handsome guy from Australia. Yes. And, and Keith Urban are, are very tight. Okay. Also wanted to point out that if you're listening to the podcast on upload day, Thursday, May 28th, thank you for that. We love day of release listeners. Tomorrow is a big day for Steve Carell fans. Yes. Space Force, which is a movie that teams him back up with Greg Daniels from The Office, releases on Netflix tomorrow. And it's a new, is it new? Yes, yes. Okay. And it, Space Force is the name of it. And it's kind of a parody on the Space Force that Trump has been piecing together somewhat. And Fred Will- Willard's in it, and he's passed away. Yes, yes. Fred Willard's in it, uh, Lisa Kudrow, John Malkovich, and Steve Carell. Space Force on Netflix tomorrow. That'll be good. Uh, and Lady Gaga's new album drops tomorrow. I got to tell you, I'm going to add that um, to a future play uh, to the future Spotify. That song, Rain On Me, is so good. It really is. It's classic Gaga. And that's the Ariana yes. collaboration? Yeah, she, she's on there a little bit, but I mean, it's a full Lady Gaga tour de force i mean just you know after coming off of stars born that i love 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 shallow and all that stuff but it was a little sleepy like this is full on lady gaga she released like stupid love is a single that radio's been on for a while i think that that's on the album uh in addition to the ariana song uh elton john makes an appearance this black pink i mean do you know anything about i them? don't know anything about black pink other than the name is in all caps for some reason well they're like the female version of um Oh, what are the what's the K-pop group, the Asian K-pop group? BTS. Yes. So Blackpink. What do I win for pulling that out of my? Yeah, no kidding. So Blackpink is like the female version. They sell out. They can sell out. They would sell out like Philips Arena. They could sell out uh, Mercedes Benz. It's so popular, Um, and it they they're they're amazing. I mean, they're actually really good. Um, But there again, that K-pop is just like crazy. Chromatica is the name of the album from Gaga that drops tomorrow, and it was uh, it was delayed. I think it was supposed to be a mid-April, late-April release, but it's uh, dropping tomorrow, so check that out. Wellstar Health System is helping you fight COVID-19 with comprehensive health services, including urgent care, telemedicine, primary care, and the largest trauma and emergency network in the state. You have questions about the best ways to stay healthy. You also want the latest information about COVID-19, and you want it all from the safety of your own home. You get that at wellstar.org forward slash COVID-19. There you'll find updates and tools and resources to help you stay safe and help you stay healthy. Wellstar.org forward slash COVID-19. Wellstar more than healthcare, people care. On the way out the door, I noticed that the June menu for Dinner Affair has dropped. New menu every single month. So as soon as we get back home, we are going to order up from DinnerAffair.com. I've had a lot of people ask me, um, what if you, you know, do the recipes come like, do you have to have everything that's in them? And you don't. We, our family is not a big fan of onions and green peppers. So we, you know, in our notes, we just put, please, you know, keep out onions and green peppers. Everything comes without it. So all of the recipes can be um, manufactured to how, you know, your family wants to eat them. They're tailored for different tastes, tailored for different ages. If you have picky kid eaters like we do, spicy sauces, onions, and other ingredients can, can, you know, be, be called out. On the June menu, steak fajitas and Along the, the the line of of everything comes that you need in your dinner affair meal, uh, even the uh, flour tortillas are included. Yeah, which is amazing. Everything Anything you need. you're not going to have to go out and say, "Oh, they gave me this, but they didn't give me like you said the tortillas." Or everything's going to be there. Super Toasted easy. Coconut tilapia with honey peanut pestos on the June menu. Tortellini and Parmesan cream sauce with spinach. So hungry. Take me home now to eat dinneraffair.com. Six dinner price one twenty nine. That's uh, the low price. The low package is six dinners, but $30 off your first time order. Promo code CADDY, $100, uh, under $100 for your first order at dinneraffair.com, dinneraffair.com. Been spending a lot of time with my dad um, as much as I can. Talking to him on the phone as much as I can as well. And with Father's Day coming up, it reminded me of a story that I have told my entire life about my dad, and I wanted to share it with you. Um. During this episode of the podcast, you know, there was a period when there was no take your kid to work day. Right. You know, and and if you got to go like growing up, you were sick. (laughs) Right. But if you got to go to work with your mom and dad, it was a super, super big deal. Oh, yeah. 
My dad was a traveling salesman. He was an art major in college. Yeah, he's an amazing artist. Um, but he wound up doing sales, electronic sales. And through the years, he worked for Sony. He worked for RCA. He worked for Zenith. And he was a traveling salesman, which means he would go to these, you know, this is before Circuit City and, yeah. uh, you know, these huge electronic read to Best Buy, places like that. Yeah, these were mom Fries. and pops. Absolutely. They were in really small town. Dad had a territory. It was like Western North Carolina through Raleigh. And dad would most often do one day trips. They were long days. And my parents divorced when I was in third grade. So this is when I was maybe second grade. Uh, but dad was doing a, a one night trip. And he said, do you want to go? And I was like, oh, my gosh. I would love to go because that meant you got to stay in a hotel. Yeah. Which you never got to do. Got we never come out. on. You got to eat at that. Donna, seriously, you got to eat. You got to have Bojangles yeah. for breakfast, McDonald's for lunch. Yeah, and something. And Western like, Sizzlin or something. No kidding. For dinner. With the potato bar at Western yeah. Sizzlin for dinner. It was, And then you get breakfast the next morning, lunch. I mean, it's fantastic well, for, and you for also, a fat kid. You also got, well, you also got to see, I always loved going to my dad's company and seeing how other people saw your dad. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's even interesting now for our kids to see how how you interact because they see how you see how your parents interact, but to see them out and see how people like interacted with them as a professional person, it was always so interesting. You know? And it made you so proud. Yes. And you, 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 your dad or your mom bragged on you as well. Yes. They and they're like, oh, we've heard all about you. So we hit maybe four electronic stores and dad's job was to go in and do, you know, pitch the new products. And when I was on the road with them that day, camcorders had just been introduced. The big ones. The ones that were the size of a microwave. Yeah. That would make your shoulders sore. Right. Um, and it had the... Like a boom mic on it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And then it had the second piece that you put your VHS tape in yes. that you had to carry on the side like a purse. In a weird leather bag. Yes. A plethora. <laughs> so that was dad's job. Everybody, you know, he, he pitched big screens and VCRs and all electronics. We always had the nicest TV in the neighborhood because dad would I'm sure. get it from the company. So we go to this mom and pop retailer and the week before dad had dropped off a camcorder for the owner to demo. Right. To, you know, use. And so that he could then sell, he'd want to order a lot of them and then sell them. Yeah. You try know? out all the buttons. And Absolutely. And, and so dad left a camcorder the week before. So we come back and we go in. And we, I meet the gentleman and his wife, and they literally are a mom and pop electronic store. Mount, uh, gosh, where was Andy Griffith from? This is going to Mount kill Pilot. Uh, Pilot Mountain. Is Mount Pilot? Was it? That's uh, where this was. This is where the store yeah. was. So, a couple comes in while we are there, and is asking about camcorders. And the owner, the dude, the man says, "Listen, my rep here is here. As a matter of fact, my Zenith rep is here. Let let me allow him to show you the." Unbelievable features of right. these new things called camcorders. Right. So dad gets the demo back from the owner of the store. And he plugs it into a huge big screen TV so he can, dad wants to really show off to this couple because he wants to sell a damn camcorder before right. we leave, you know. And dad hits play. Uh-oh. And on the screen appears something that I cannot describe, but you hear Hey, honey, stay right there. I'm going to zoom in on the woolly booger. Oh, gosh. I, I couldn't make this up, y'all. <laughs> so we now know that the owner had taken the camcorder home. Or we think, or to a... a, a Somewhere. Or to a, a... A girlfriend's house. We don't know. Extended stay. Yeah. Or so. I, I don't know. He, but all we know is that he had removed the camcorder from the store. <laughs> I don't know if this was his wife or not. He was trying out all the features. He was. And the Zoom worked well. <laughs> as a eight-year-old child discovered, as well as this husband and wife who had come in wanting to buy a Zenith camcorder. <laughs> what is your dad? Because your dad is so dry and so funny. What did he say? I don't remember. God, that would be priceless. Out. I yeah. blacked out. Were you just like, what? On I our... didn't quite in the beginning. It took me a little bit to understand what was going on. Like, what is because that? it was unfocused. But then <laughs> autofocus hadn't been introduced. <laughs> On the scene of the camcorders. So he, he had to focus in. I'm like, oh what is what, what is that? Is that their is that their dog? What, what? <laughs> Honey, stay right there. Cause I'm a zoom in on the woolly booger. <laughs> a story that has that I have carried my entire life and share with people quite often. But 
spending time with dad and Father's Day coming up made me think about that and how, oh how cool it was to go so to work with dad and funny. go help mom with her bulletin boards. Mom was a public school teacher her entire life, my entire life, you know, in her life. And then so uh, I, I, I'm creative and always have been and enjoyed art and things like that. And so I would go and help mom do her billboards yeah. in her, her classroom. Yeah. You know, decorate the classroom, whether, you know, the kids are coming back or over break or, and then of course she'd always have me go at the end of the school year and tear everything down. Take it all down. But to be in the school and to, to see all of these other teachers that you heard mom talk about oh, all the yeah. time, because I said before, mom didn't teach in our school district where we lived by design. She didn't want to teach the neighbor's kids. Right. And I think it's a great policy. So she taught in a neighboring Alexander County, which is a neighboring County. It was like a 20 minute commute, which is nothing. Even back then, it wasn't anything. But she didn't want to teach the neighbor's kids. But so to eat in the cafeteria with mom on a, you know, sometimes when the school was in session, even. But more often than not, they they weren't there because I would be in school or whatever. But to meet the teachers, too, that she talked about, her principal. You know, when she introduced you to her principal. Oh, that yeah, such that's a, a big deal. You, know, I mean, you stood at attention. Yes, any principal. Yes. You know what I'm just flashing back to when you talk about your dad and electronics and stuff? Anybody our age will remember this. Do you remember like with TVs, like my mom and dad's, and I'm sure yours too, you know, now when you go into any house, anywhere you go, the TVs are hung on the wall or they're flat screens or whatever. Do you remember the big, because we had one, it was the cabinet TV. Oh yeah. And they were so expensive. It was like a piece of furniture. And so you would, I remember like I would always put my hands on the front of it because it kind of had that netting where the sound came out over the TV. And my mom would be like, don't touch that. Don't mess that up, Donna Kay. And they'd put like plants and stuff on top of the cabinet. I mean, it was a piece of furniture. But here's what was bad. When your picture tube, do you remember this? Your picture tube would go out. The TV would go away. Like someone would come and pick up that <laughs> piece of furniture. And they would take it away. And replace your picture tube. But it could be 14 weeks. days, weeks. Yeah. And you and, and it wasn't, again, like our kids would never understand. We have nine TVs, you know, in our house. Well, we don't have nine TVs. but We have a lot. But like back then, they could have been removing... Your only TV to watch like Zoom, Sesame Street, you know, anything. That, light. Oh, my God. Anything that was going on. You're like, when's it coming back? You know, and then God forbid the picture tube was down. And you had to get a whole new cabinet that you might have had to. Now, wait. when something like that goes down, just, you just like buy a new TV, get a new one at Costco. Yeah. So funny. Did you have the clicker? Yes. The remote? Yeah. We call them the clicker. The clicker. It Where's the like, clicker? It was it was huge. Mm -hmm. The remote control. And it clicked literally. <laughs> But it didn't have, it was just channel up and down. It didn't have like nowadays, like you even have to have my assistance, like with the input. What input are you on? And are I don't you know, on Netflix? HDMI and are you on HDMI? I mean, back then it was just channel up, channel down. And it was two, five, 11, eight, and 46. And that was it. Like, Here I remember, yeah, I remember when HBO came out and you were like, oh my gosh. Did you ever try to look through the flea fights? See if you can see anything? What's that? Maybe that was a different channel. Sorry. We can move on. What's a flea fight? Well, it's where they have all the, like the static, the, like think poltergeist. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> like the white and the black dots that are, you know, look like oh, yeah. fleas fine. See what's going Every on. now and then, if you, if you, if it's lined up just right, you could see a booby. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went blind nearly as a child. Just trying to see a yes, rogue booby. Yes. Because if you, if you've done this, you know what exactly what I'm talking about. And it was HBO after dark. Oh, I do remember that. Yes. And if if the because uh, <laughs> you didn't get that channel. No, you didn't get that no, channel. Your parents. Were no, we can't afford HBO. Much less that channel. Yeah. So little Hyde, he'd be like, his eyes would cross because he'd be trying to. Well, listen. Wait for everything from, to align so you could see a. From previous podcasts, you just she, needed to go over to what's her name's house and Caroline. Wait for the curtains to part. So. <laughs> you know, and you'd have you a live. We had live a live version. show. Zoom in on the Willie Booger. All right. If you're injured in an accident and they are still happening, how about that segue? I love it. <laughs> they are happening. If you watch, uh, if, you, if you're already back at work or you're in the morning watching the traffic reports on the television, you know that uh, Atlanta traffic, not near what it was pre-COVID, but seeing more, more and more traffic every single day, which means accidents are going to continue to happen. When you're injured in a car accident, 1-800-HURT-911 can help. These are the top personal injury lawyers and doctors in the state of Georgia. And if you don't win, you pay nothing. No win, no fee. 1-800-HURT-911. 1-800-HURT-911. That's the number. No charge to you unless they win your case. Zero. 
out-of-pocket costs to be seen by a Hurt 911 doctor. 1-800-HURT-911. That's the number. 1-800-HURT-911. So I don't know if you've been reading all this crazy stuff about Elon Musk. You know, well, he, well, there's a lot of crazy well, stuff he, going And on, he's right? just nutty in general. Like, I mean, just kind of crazy. You know, he is the um, creator of Tesla, among other things, and he wants to send SpaceX. SpaceX. And so he is also, I don't even know if he's married to or maybe his girlfriend, I don't know, to Grimes, who that's her name. And I was asking Olivia, like, what is she known for? And I guess like Carl may know this too. She's kind of like a rapper or something. But so they had a baby together and they named it this wackadoozy name, like X234 capital A. And California was like, okay, you can't name her this. So then they recently went back in and edited her name. I think they took like one X out or something. It's still something just completely bizarre. But so I think the story is so funny. He evidently used to have a different cell phone. As as you know, you get cell phones and you cycle through them and you have different numbers. I've had the same cell phone number forever. Um, but he he had a different number. And there's a girl now who works at Sephora. She's like a college student. And she has Elon Musk's old number. So she imagine the text when you think about his craziness that she's getting. And it's evidently a number that has been published. It was published as it being associated with a condo that he yeah, used some, to own. Yeah, some real estate deal. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a legit, you know, it was legitimately one of his old numbers. But she is getting text from everyone. She got a text from like, one of the highest level people at Disney telling him this self, you know, because the Tesla self-driving, the self-driving car is just amazing. And she's like, this is nuts. But what she says is when he does something crazy, he, it, her line blows up. Like she can tell when, and sometimes she's like, I don't follow the news, but something crazy will be going on. And I'll start getting all these crazy texts to him. And so, People have reached out to him and said, listen, did you know that this girl's got your your number, whatever? And he's just like, wow. Yeah, that number's so old. I'm surprised it's still out there. And meanwhile, she got a text last week from someone from the CDC who was trying to, like, tell him about some COVID-related research. So he's clearly not very bothered by this. But, I mean, who well, why, would, why would he be bothered by well, it? I mean, like, would you want your text going to other people? Like, has this ever yeah. happened to you? You know, I hadn't thought about it that way. Yes, it has happened to me. Here's what I've always done with cell phone numbers. I I only keep a number about three years, and then I do what I call purge. And I, I give no one warning whatsoever, except for you, maybe my mom and dad, and I get a new number. And then what happens, just so you know, is all your friends start texting me. Because they're yeah. like, he won't get back to me. Is he okay? Is everything okay? Like, he just got a new number. Well, it's, it's difficult to... I think you did it more in radio. Absolutely. I did. Yeah, I had done it. Yeah, I had done it. It's yeah. about, about time right now, as a matter of fact. I've had this in about three years. But no, I, I only did it because what happens is people get your number that you don't want having your number. So why just don't give them your number? I didn't give it to them. Your number gets passed around. Oh, I see. And just too many people have your number. And so I I, I just quit. You just give up on the, yeah. the texting. Yeah. And I had one time, I did hear from someone who said, reached out to me, it's probably on social media, it's been a while, who said, I think I have your old number. And they said the numbers, and yeah. I said, yes, that, that, was, that was my number, I'm very sorry. I just wonder what they were getting. I can only imagine. Mm. What would it be? Well, I mean, I think Let's about discuss. radio. <laughs> think about radio, you know? Let's discuss. Parenting. Oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Home maintenance. Right. All those things that All I All those in. topics that you excel at. <laughs> and I will get to the pantry light today, I promise. Please. I'm thinking about that right now. Please. I mean, I, I'm, I, I can't promise even. promise that to you this I can't week. figure out what snacks I'm getting at yeah. night. It's so dark. Yeah, I think it's fascinating. I was thinking about it, like, whose phone would I love to have a number for? You know what I mean? Like, like I don't know. So the communicate yeah, Well, no. Well, no. But I mean, just so you could read their texts. You know, like, read what's coming in. Just imagine having some, like, famous person's old phone number and you just get crazy texts from people. My number would also change quite a bit too because of endorsements with You uh, had an endorsement with Verizon. with Verizon for years. And so And uh, they would never give you the same phone. Well that was because they wanted you to talk about the latest pro- product. Well, I mean same phone number. No, I mean. they couldn't for some reason. And yeah. so I did have I had no choice about that, but I'm a big believer in purging. 
Yeah, I mean, it'll be it. interesting to see with all this space stuff if if everything goes as planned. So I, he's just nutty. I mean, he is nutty. What is the age difference in Grimes and Elon Musk? I don't know, Carl. What do you think? 40 years. I, it's a lot. What? I'm serious. There's a 40 year difference <laughs> and they just had a baby. I don't know if it's that much, but it's a lot. It's a very odd situation. So he was very vocal also about um, California and his. Oh, yeah. His dislike, disdain. Yeah. For, for California because they refused to open up production. Yeah. He's threatened to move the test plant and to Texas and Georgia at one point. Yeah. He wasn't playing. They may still be. Yeah. Um, because imagine that gold nugget that would drop into your economy. Yeah, he's had it. He's like, you know, I can't do business out here. And so I think he was looking at Austin, Texas and Atlanta. And both have said, come, come on. on. We'll give you tax incentives and breaks like you come can't even on. imagine. Kind of like, you know, Tyler Perry. Exactly. Tyler yeah. Perry Studios. Come on. Yeah. And he was on Joe Rogan's podcast, you know, and he, um, like lit up a joint live on the, on the podcast and it created all really? this stuff. What stuff would, would be created? It was just a ton of backlash and like the board members and everything because he just, he said some crazy stuff. But, he, that, but that's, that's what he does all the time though. I know, but I think at the time he was sort of keeping his crazy. In as best he could. Yeah. And so from the board, that, had, the board had asked to keep <laughs> crazy in best he could. From that point on, I think it's crazy got loose. We've talked a little bit personally um, about the Joe Rogan deal. Joe Rogan jumped the shark with podcasting. Yeah. Uh, he started back in 2007. Um when people had no idea and there's still such a big part of the population has no idea what a podcast is. Right. Um, he just and he wasn't a, really well known. You know, we've talked about him like people, I think have him confused sometimes with different people. He's a comedian, right? He's a, he was a stand up comedian and he's, um, he's a big M MMA fighter. And he, um, he did the fear factor show. If you remember that no show idea. and, um, he started a pot, he started a podcast, like you said, before, podcasting was kind of cool as everyone says now um you know everyone wants to do a podcast and that's there's plenty of room for everybody as we say um but he kind of started organically too he was approached to do a bunch of sponsorships or um you know charge people for content and he refused to do that and he interviews different people on his podcast and his podcast run two hours sometimes in length sometimes they're cut into part one and part two uh, but he interviews a lot of different celebrities, but he did just sign a, a $100 million deal. No, it was more than that. No, one. Was it a 500? 100? No. Okay, 100. Where are you today? <laughs> 100 million. $100 million deal with Spotify, which means Spotify after the first of the year, first 2020, Spotify is the only place you get the Joe Rogan experience, which is the name of his podcast. That's right. I bring this up only because it shows that media is no longer radio. Television. Um, another example, and we talked about his show called Some Good News. John Krasinski. A couple of podcasts ago. News broke recently that CBS Viacom has gobbled up his show. And there was a bidding war for that show. And he's taken some heat because people said it was supposed to be this kind of organic, small um, show. And that, you know, they didn't think he was going to sell it for, for money. But, you know, everybody's got to pay their bills. So... Good for him and good for um, Joe Rogan. There's a lot of different ways to get entertainment and media now. So hopefully, if someone's listening, like Spotify, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. 30,000. Um, yeah. We're there. <laughs> Tracy Cousineau's Real Estate Expert Advisors. Tracy, listen, Tracy realizes that that your situation maybe hasn't changed with the outbreak. If you must move, you, you must move. At Tracy Cousineau's. Real estate expert advisors. They're still putting several homes under contract per day, and they have strategically designed and developed the supercharged virtual listing system. They do not skip a beat in their proven system to get you up to 18% more equity than traditional agents. But now, with virtual staging, virtual home tours driven by their high powered digital marketing system, they have launched the Extreme Open House Athon as an added benefit to market homes to the masses and there's no additional charge to be a part of the supercharged virtual listing system. Reach out to Tracy Cousineau today. That's cousin with an EAU. Cause you know, Tracy's going to sell your home. Tracy Great way to reach out to us with, uh, ideas, suggestions, questions, uh, um, critique, 
is a voicemail and text number that we have. It comes directly to my phone. And as I sit here and give out the number, I'll check it quickly before we get into this next segment to make sure that nothing has popped here. Uh, the number is 770-464-6024. 770-464-6024. Opening the app right now, and we got nothing. Hmm. But I check it. My point, though, is that, yes. that I maybe got lazy, we but I don't have it, it on my phone. Yeah. Yes. All right. So hello to Kevin Haynes in Dallas. He's a pot peep for this episode of the show. Kevin writes, during your long career in radio, I've been listening to you for over 20 years. What's a memory that sticks out in your mind more than others, good or bad? Wife and kids excluded. Thanks, Caddy Kevin Haynes in Dallas. That's a great question. Well, and, and there are a lot of different memories, both good and bad, that I have. But I wanted to share one um, about Toby Keith. Toby Keith has never been a radio darling. He's never really gotten a whole lot of support from country radio. Or, or the CMAs. True. Yeah. Um, we joked this week that this is the one week out of the year where Toby Keith will have three songs chart in the top 10. Yeah. Because it's Memorial Day week on right. the chart. So courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue, American Soldier, and Stick a Boot in Your Ass. Or, you know, so they're, they're, it's kind of like Lee Greenwood. God bless the USA. Yeah. Lee makes bank. July 4th week, Veterans Day week, Memorial Day week. Lee Greenwood used to schedule... Like say July fourth, he would he would rent a jet, and he would schedule five or six different performances and make bank in one on day. July, yes, ma'am, yeah. July fourth, and he would fly and just Touch sing, down, sing a song, sing "God Bless the USA," and then hit the road. And he would collect a bag of cash at each every stop. stop that he made. I love that so much that it justified him leasing a jet for the day. Yeah, Toby Keith can also be a little. Um, he can be difficult. He can Toby be can be, Toby can be tough. He lives in Oklahoma. He's never really been a fan of the Nashville scene, which maybe is would explain him not being a radio darling. He does, here, Here's Toby Keith in a Listen, he doesn't play the game. Yeah. He'll never play the game. He never has played the game. Well, he's and he, he says what he feels, and I respect that. So Toby, when he would come to Atlanta, he would always, in 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 invite me to spend time with him, which I always appreciated because I know that that's not something that's done in every market. You know, Toby has some friends in radio, but he doesn't play the radio game and never has. So, um, I was invited to join him on the bus for a little while, have a drink. You know, he had, uh, he has a tequila, he has maybe a couple different liquor brands now, but he yeah. had a, a tequila brand at the time. And so we were taking a couple tequila shots and Toby had agreed to let me have a conversation with him on record to play the next morning on the morning show, which he never does. Even those that are invited on his bus to say hello when he's in the market, when he's in the city, uh, whatever city it would be, not many are artists just don't give interviews anymore at concerts. They just don't. That stopped about 10 years ago. And it was like a wide ranging interview. Like anything goes, anything. And was, he made yeah. that clear. You can ask yeah. me anything. Yeah. It was a great so, interview. Um, it was, I was so proud of it because we sat on the bus and I have pictures. I'm literally sitting on Toby's lap. Yeah, on his bus because I'm using a using a voice recorder app on my phone. Right. Um. And we'll, I'll, I'll toss some of those pictures in the letter that'll hit your inbox this Saturday at nine. Um. So the conversation was going very well. He's being very open and and um, I was so excited to share it the next morning with everybody on listening to the morning show. As I'm walking down the stairs of the bus, I realize that I have accidentally deleted the entire conversation, which was about 15 minutes. The plan was to break it into different chunks, play throughout the morning, recycle it, as we say. Were you just like, how? oh, Devastated. my God, devastated. Devastated. I was sick to my stomach. And my program director at the time, Scott Lindy. You didn't tell? Did you tell him? Well, then? I had to tell him. Oh, I no. had to tell him. And, and Scott Lindy was, I, I've been so blessed in my career in Atlanta to have three out of four super talented. I called them coaches because he I was learned the professor. so much from these guys. Yeah. Uh, Scott Lindy, Brian Thomas, and Dean Hallam yeah. were, uh, were so instrumental in my career. So I didn't know what to do. We had a, I think I talked about it the next morning that, I mean, I was honest. Here's the deal. 
I'm my dumbass. Well, I think you had played it up too on the front end, saying, that, so. "Yeah, you know, a tea, listen, a art tease. of the tease. That's yeah. what radio all is. Listen, you don't hear anything on the radio now, but what's coming up? Teasing. So yeah. I'm sure we had teased it pretty heavily the day prior. Listen, tonight Toby's invited me to visit with him for a little while. We'll have the audio. Probably took some listener questions. What you got? You'll hear it this <sighs> time tomorrow. We're going to ask him X, 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 X. And he, again, he was very honest and very candid and in a great mood that night. So we had a uh, forensic investigator that listened to the morning show and was a fan and his name escapes me, but he called and he said, listen, I have the equipment. I can break into your phone yeah, and find the deleted interview. And I said, well, come on up. What's it going to cost me? He said, nothing. Just a couple mentions on the radio for people that are chasing their cheating spouses. I can help out or whatever. I don't know. But uh, so he comes to the radio station and he spends about four hours, four hours in my phone, which made me a little nervous to begin with. Um, he did sign an NDA, non-disclosure agreement. That anything that, mm-hmm. well, anything personal, it you know, it was between he and I, and you, and so, huh? Okay. Well, I mean, I may found a picture of a little booger or something. Okay. In my, 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 Let's <laughs> press on. In my gallery. Press on. So he spends about four hours that day at the radio station, and it he, can't he couldn't find it, it. But he is hell bent on making this right, and so he says, "Can I take your phone home?" Oh. Hmm. Just, just the anxiety. Well, not, yeah, not even. It's not even like what's on your phone, but oh, just no, like you, know, all, you don't have your phone. Oh, and you're like, oh. I'll bring it back tomorrow morning during the morning show, and I guarantee you, I'll have your interview with Toby Keith, and you can play it tomorrow morning. So we were very transparent on the air, as I always was during the morning show, about what was going on, and that you know it wasn't a a, a joke to bring you back this time tomorrow. Yeah, it wasn't like a game. Or we something. hope that we'll have it. Yeah, we don't know that we will. I hope that we do, but. Be here this time tomorrow to find out. Again, in radio, you're always <laughs> after the Kelsey Ballerini tease. song. Uh huh. After Kelsey Ballerini, will yes, three and coming up in three minutes. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Coming up in three minutes, I'm going to make your day. Uh, so we never got the interview. He tried. Oh, he tried. I mean this this guy had equipment like that was CIA level stuff, and he couldn't crack it. He couldn't find it. He found a he found a lot on my phone. Yeah. You know, that I'd forgotten about things that I had deleted by accident, mm-hmm. you know, and for it to be gone forever. I mean, it had to be deleted from your deleted. And and I, I realized that I had deleted the interview within a couple of minutes of stepping off Toby Keith's bus because I wanted to make sure I had it. Number one, yeah. that the levels were okay, that it sounded good, yeah. you know, and, um, there, there was no sound there. there was Listen, there. I, I'm sure that that, you know, when you think about radio, it's like the, the way again that we're all using media, you know, now you can do again, you used to have to bring almost like a Comrex and all this stuff to do radio, to interview people. Now you can do it from your phone, but it, it is tricky. You're all, you're, you keep looking down to make sure like, am I recording? Have I done this right? It's like, you know, cause like you said, you, well, you know, got one shot. You never get and Toby it back. Keith, Toby Keith doesn't do this often. Yeah. You know, well, you don't want to be fumbling with your phone, like, hang on, let me make sure. Oh, yeah. I wasn't recording. Yeah. Like, but, can we start from know. the top? That happens all Take the two. time now. Like, have you been, like, like meet and greets are so different now. Like, when you go through, that's why so many artists now have a photographer that takes pictures and then they download them to a site that you pull them off the next day. The majority of the reason that that came into play is because with everyone's phones, when you give your phone to someone you know, like the, a road manager. Yeah, to take the picture. What do they first have to do? Put your code in, you know, because you got a, you've got your code comes up. And, oh, my code's, you know, 3232 or whatever. And it was just taking so long. And then you'd have it on video and you wouldn't have, oh, would you take another one this way? So I think that, like, artists were like, stop all this. But Toby Keith is uh, he, he's a, a legend. Yeah. In my mind. So that country. was that was like a bad memory in a way. Yeah. It was a good memory because it was a great interview. And we had a great visit. And, and. You'll always have it in your brain. Yeah. Was able to shoot and through the years shot tequila with Toby Keith several times. He's he's a tequila drinker. Yeah. And, and owns his own brand. But uh, Kevin Haynes, thank you for a twenty plus years of listening in Paulton County, Georgia. Absolutely. Who entered the show? How about that young man? The little three will. How about that man at the top of the show? We call him three will because my dad is Will Senior. I'm Will Junior, and Will is third. So we call Will Three Will. Like three wheels, but he's three will with one L. Right. Although none of his uh uh Trophies or certificates (laughs) through the years have it spelled right with one L. Yeah. That was my call back in. Well, you wanted to name him Trey. I did. I wanted to call him Trey. One of my best friends growing up, who was also a fraternity. I went to high school together, uh, to to college together, uh, was Trey Moser. And and 
Trey was the third. Yeah. Um, he went into the Marines and always been a, a great friend, and I always liked Trey. Because Trey basically means three. Right. Will's mother would have nothing to do with she it. She wouldn't have nothing. that. Yeah. And I, it was very important to me, knowing that we were having a son, that to we continue that legacy. The, the, the legacy with the with the third. So. Well, here's what I can't believe about Will. There's that he's turning 21 in less than a month. Yeah. Well, June 8th. I know. I know. Um, so I, I see Will at different points in my life. I always see him like as a little boy because, you know, I kind of came into his life when he was like two years old, but um, I can't say enough about him. I'm really, really, and I know both of us are very proud of Will um, kind of forging the path that he's doing, you know, and that he came to us and said, you know what? I don't think I want to do college. And I know that's a very hard thing to say to your parents, you know, but for him, and I see it in him, it was almost like a weight was lifted off of him, you know, when he just kind of came public with that. And the thing that I love about it is that it grounds us as parents. And if you're listening and you're going through this right now with kids who are graduating and you're a little unsure of where it's going to go, remember they're walking their path. They're not walking our path. And, you know, it took me a while it all. It always takes me a while with my kids to be like, oh, come on, do they really want to wear those clothes? I would never wear that, or I would never say that, or I would never do that. And you have to remember that our jobs are to raise them, and we always say that to raise them to be, you know, respectable, functioning members of society. What happens after that is their path. And I'm really proud of him, and I know you are too. That it may have not looked like the path that we thought it was going to be, but he's so happy and he's doing so well. And he's just, um, he's just a great person to have around. I love the fact that he's living back with us, you know, aside from the fact that he helps out with trash cans and things around the house, that's secondary. Just having his energy in the house and having him around is just a treat. So we're so thankful that he did our intro and he's cute and ladies, he's single. <laughs> I, uh, I was talking to my dad, senior couple days ago and he you know always asks about the grandkids and he often spends time on the phone with the grandkids but you know sometimes i just call to check in with them make it a quick check-in and he always asks about the kids and he was asking about willie and i said uh you know dad it's um there's never a time when will walks in this house after a long day at work when he does not give me a hug and i mean a bear hug right yeah comes right up to me and gives me a bear hug and says, how are you, daddy? I love you. I know. So and he does sweet. the same thing to you. Yeah, so sweet. And my dad says to me, now you understand the importance of a dad getting hugs from their child. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, yeah, that's He's sweet. a good kid. We're yeah, very, he very is. Proud of him. Super proud of him. So uh, thank you, William Choate Third, for introing uh, today's show. We have a small ask of you. Three things. If you could uh, find the time, number one, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up. Number two, rate and leave five-star reviews for the pod. Remember, uh, we're pushing, uh, it's kind of like a telethon here, radiothon. We're on 500 <laughs> reviews by the end of the week. 500 reviews. get there. Uh, number three, show our sponsors some love. And uh, they do include dinneraffair.com. Tracy Cousineau and Real Estate Expert Advisors. 1-800-HURT-911. Gallery Furniture in Gainesville. And Wellstar, more than healthcare, people care. Brand new episodes, Tuesdays and Thursdays, Cadillac Jack, by Second Act. We are proud to be part of the Appen Podcast Network. 